0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And time once again for Jim Gilbert's Nature Notes brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks down in Jordan, Minnesota that make the best patio furniture in the whole world from by the yard. We'll talk with Jim about that, of course. I want to talk a little bit, if I can, about uh, enjoying nature's entertainment. You love to watch the birds. I know you do. And I hope you see my friends Pam and Lee from Cardinal Corner. They remind me birds are starting to migrate. Now is the time to put out not only food, but millet, too, to attract migrating birds. And, of course, water. So they have plenty to start their journey. And make sure the feeders are clean to prevent any kind of diseases. Cardinal Corner is going to help you with the cleaning tips as well. And they have so many different types of bird feeders if you need to buy new ones. But be warned, you'll find yourself browsing for quite some time in their beautiful stores. There are two locations. Of course, the bird birdseed you will find anywhere. Get that monthly newsletter. Subscribe online, cardinalcorner.com. All kinds of tips and uh, stories. Stop in and see Lee and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Call them, 651-455-6556, or online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find the Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. And a good Sunday morning to you, Jim Gilbert. What is on your uh, in your nature notebook this morning?
1: Well, as usual, many many items. But but uh, mid September is a great time to be outdoors or to look out your windows. There's so much going on. Sunrise today in the in the Twin Cities and area six fifty three. Next Sunday will be after seven, and sunset seven twenty two. So today in the Twin Cities area, we have 12 hours and 29 minutes of daylight. We are losing daylight at the rate of about three minutes and just a few seconds per day and have lost 21 minutes since last Sunday, and a total of three hours and seven minutes of daylight have been lost since the summer solstice, June 21st. The normal high for today is 72 normal low 52 records for today uh september 16th in the twin cities high was set 63 years ago 1955 the high was 94 the low record low was set 145 years ago 1873 and the record low 38 the most rain we've ever had on this date in recorded history came 1997, 21 years ago, 1.97 inches. And, you know, for people listening about rainfall, this rainfall uh, amount is taken at the airport, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. And we know that it can vary a lot uh, depending upon where you are throughout TCO land. In fact, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had, you know, quite a rainfall in southeastern Minnesota. People received anywhere from two to six inches, and we in most parts of the Twin Cities got, you know, less than a half inch. Anyway, today marks the first quarter moon. The moon rises uh, this afternoon at 2:21 uh, and sets at. 11:48 tonight. The next full moon is a week from tomorrow, Monday, September 24th. Full moon, September 24th. The gibbous moon is near the planet Saturn uh, this just tomorrow night, Monday, uh, September 17th, and the gibbous moon will be near Mars on Wednesday uh, evening, September 19th. So if you are looking at you know, fairly bright star-like objects in the sky. If you look Monday near the moon, you'll be able to see Saturn, and Wednesday near the moon, you'll see Mars. Farmers are busy chopping corn for silage. Uh, Numerous southern Minnesota soybean fields are displaying golden yellow foliage as the plants mature. Some soybean fields have actually, are so mature now they've dropped most of their leaves, and then the soybeans have to dry down to a certain percent, and then uh, they can be combined. We continue to enjoy uh, ripe garden tomatoes and delicious sweet corn. Fall-bearing raspberry canes are producing ripe fruit. Ripe wild grapes continue to offer hikers a pleasant snack. Love to walk on the trails around Waconia where we live and, and eat these wild grapes. A commercial and garden grape harvest is underway in mid-September. Um, that's our uh, harvest time for commercial and garden grapes, such as um, Marquette and La Crescent. These are two cultivars released by the University of Minnesota. Lantana, um, petunias, snapdragons, marigolds, zinnias are among the showy blooming garden annual flowers at this time. Wood ducks, wild turkeys, blue jays, squirrels, white-tailed deer. Those are some of the animals that are eating recently fallen acorns. In fact, the acorns started falling in August, and we have a huge what we call mass crop this year. People are making comments about that. So, The acorns that we're seeing are bur oak acorns, uh, white oak, and red oak. And then there's some other ones, too, pin oaks and a few others. Ohio buckeye fruit has been falling for about a week. And the nuts are a showy chestnut brown color. We have 172 species of butterflies in Minnesota. Right now, monarch butterflies are migrating through. They stop in their yards to nectar on autumn joy sedum and New England asters and other garden flowers. Um, apple growers are harvesting red Harrelson. The Harrelson was introduced by the University of Minnesota in 1922. Uh, Sweet 16, a University of Minnesota introduction in 1977. Apple growers are also harvesting Macintosh. That one has a really interesting history, too. The original tree was discovered 222 years ago. That'd be 1796 as a chance seedling of unknown parentage, growing in Dundas County, Ontario, Canada. And that apple has been a, a favorite now. Isn't that amazing for more than two centuries?
0: I had never heard that story.
1: Yeah, the Macintosh. Great tasting apple. Another great tasting apple is Honeycrisp, and they are now being harvested. It's a mid-season cultivar introduced by the University of Minnesota in 1991. And Honeycrisp is a large, they call it, say dappled red fruit. So it's not always completely red. There's some green and yellow in it, too. With a great flavor, outstanding um, crispness and juiciness. One of the best apples for fresh eating. And it's good for salads because if you cut slices of it, it doesn't turn brown very fast. The apple will store for seven months or more. Now, of course, you have to be storing it. You know, a degree or two above freezing. In 2006, Honeycrisp was voted the official Minnesota state apple. Great apple. And you know what? We have over 100 varieties of apples grown in Minnesota, and they all have their own special flavor. We're seeing patches of red foliage on both sugar maple and red maple trees, sumac shrubs. Virginia creeper vines. We're seeing yellow to golden yellow leaves on paper birches, uh, native basswoods, eastern cottonwoods, uh, green ash trees. Uh, yes, the green prime is passing, but we can enjoy the color splash landscape for weeks to come. We still have really nice fall colors you know, on some of the trees well into November. Orb spider web especially noticeable in mornings and evenings when the angle of the sun is low. Webs are most often constructed vertically in the path of flying insects, so they'd be hooked to tall pieces of grass or or other plants along trails, along highways. Um, During the busy insect season, a spider may construct a new web every 24 hours. Hawk Ridge in Duluth is a special place. It's a great place to experience migration. Not only just hawks and other birds of prey, like bald eagles, but also blue jays, American robins, northern flickers, and many other species of birds fly over this hawk ridge. And there are volunteers there that are counting these birds. And so you can check the website under Hawk Ridge Duluth, find out uh, what's been flying over. And get up there if you can. Of the close to seventeen hundred species of flowering plants that are growing wild in Minnesota, about one fourth or that would be four hundred and twenty five might be considered wildflowers. Whether a plant a wild plant is a wildflower depends on its appearance, where it grows, who and who sees it. A certain plant could be a wildflower, a weed, or just a bit of natural greenery depending upon your point of view. Right now in southern Minnesota, we have several species of goldenrods and asters. Asters have these star-like flowers. They're blooming now. So is jewelweed, also called spotted touch-me-not. White snake root, a perennial of shady places. And Jerusalem artichoke. It's a robust perennial sunflower. It's gorgeous plant. In northern Minnesota, tall sunflowers, largely vaster, Pearly Everlasting. These are among the showy, blooming wildflowers there right now. Do we have time for a little more? Should we talk about buy the yard?
0: Well, we can do either. Tell you the truth, as long as you brought it up, let's talk about that great uh, CCO Land Company that you and I have well, we've had their furniture in our respective yards for many years and I know I've asked you this before, I know our furniture still looks new.
1: Ours does too. And you know what? Every time we get even a sprinkle of rain <laughs> it even looks better.
0: Kind of freshens and, it up, yeah, yeah a little bit.
1: If, now, if we think, and then you'll say, oh, you know, we're going to have some company over. Our grandkids are coming over. I just go out and, and either squirt it off of the hose or just dust it off. Yeah. And it just sparkles. And no kidding, some of ours have been in the same place for 10 years. No, I believe and, that. Or more. <laughs> ours, too. Looks, it still looks the same as when it was delivered.
0: Now, Jim and I love this furniture, not only because they're great folks, Deb and Roger and their family, but, again, it's still family run. It's uh, that quick drive down 169. What did you say is the quickest intersection you can uh, you can describe, Jim, there? Well,
1: you see by the Chaska turnoff on 169, and then you know uh, you've got just a few more miles to go, and then over to the left, you look for by the yard. There's a sign there, and you can... Um, drive in the big parking lot and go in and see their displays. I love walking through their displays.
0: Great ideas. They've got, I think, over 300 varieties of, of patio furniture to choose from. I'll get a website. A lot of folks after Jim's show get, hop on that website, buytheyard.net. But visit the showroom easy drive there. This furniture that we love has a 35-year warranty. You never have to store it. Leave it outside year in and year out. All right. As uh, soon as you get a chance, get on the web and order that catalog and visit the showroom too by the yard.net we love that furniture
1: and Danny like I've said so many times it's it's so substantial you know you would never know it was made out of recycled no. milk jugs you know it, of course you know there's a lot of chemistry that goes into this, but it holds its color but it's heavy and ours has never moved and we've had several storms. Several winds,
0: yeah. And it's comfortable, and it's, too.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: All right. Well, very good. Buytheyard.net. Uh, check, check it out. What else you have, Jim?
1: Well, uh, hummingbirds. I get so many questions on hummingbirds. The hostas that are now blooming, dahlia, salvia, and other garden flowers are being visited by ruby-throated hummingbirds. The wild-spotted not also attracts many hummers. Most ruby-throated Ruby throats leave northern Minnesota by September 12th, so they've already left, and the southern part of the state by September 25th. But be sure to keep those sugar water feeders up until you're certain the hummers have all left, and that could be into October. These tiny birds usually migrate by day, not, and it's interesting, they don't go in flocks, so they're migrating individually, but they also migrate at night. They do not nest in their wintering locations, which range from southern Texas to Costa Rica. And I've had a chance to see them in Costa Rica in the wintertime, and it's just so neat. I'd like to talk a little bit about common milkweeds. Do we have some time?
0: Sure. Sure, we have a couple minutes to go. Sure.
1: Okay. More than 100 species of milkweeds grow in North America, and we have 10 of them in Minnesota. From August into winter. Pods of the various types of milkweeds in our state open and release their seeds. Milkweeds are well-known perennials with a milky juice. The common milkweed is found in meadows and along roads throughout Minnesota. In fact, many people have common milkweeds growing in their gardens, and they're doing it on purpose for the monarch butterflies. The the warty-looking seed pods flat at the bottom and pointed at the top make it easy to identify. Now some of the leaves have turned yellow. In fact, some have dropped off. And some of the gray fruit pods are opening down the middle so that the wind can carry away the seeds that have fluffy white tufts of silky hair. I call those the parachutes. In a few weeks, many of the pods will have dried and started opening. And then on a sunny, warm day, Will force the pod to burst open in great numbers. A beautiful sunlight scene will ensue as brown milkweed seeds on silvery parachutes, puffed up in masses, flow out of the pods in the late afternoon sunshine. It's really quite a quite a, a sight. And I remember when I worked at Lowry Nature Center uh, years ago with the Hopkins students. I used to have the students just pick a seed out of a pod and with a parachute hooked onto it, and hopefully it was a little windy. We'd stand on a hill, and they just let the seed go. And this, the seed would just, you know, travel off, and they'd wonder, where is it going to land? You know, and we don't even know. Some of them could go miles, some just, you know, 100 feet or so. Do we have time for a little bit more? Yes, we-
0: I think we can go another minute or so.
1: Okay. Migrating monarch butterflies stop to nectar on wild asters and goldenrods and also are in their garden flowers like Mexican sunflower and autumn joy sedum. We see them flying south one by one at an average speed of about 11 miles per hour. And some of us have seen butterfly trees lately. Now, these are trees where sometimes hundreds or even thousands of monarchs gather to rest through the night or even several days and nights due to stormy weather. Incredible as it may seem, these fragile wisps of life are successful migrants, migrants as are most birds. Isn't that something?
0: It really is.
1: It's tiny, tiny insects on their way to Mexico for the winter. And they fly at about 7,000 feet, anywhere from ground level to about 7,000 feet. And, of course, that's the cruising altitude for light airplanes. I guess. In yeah. Migration. Yeah, I know. And in migration, they save energy by riding thermals. That's the rising air masses that lift them to favorable altitudes. And amazing. 1,800-mile trip from around the Twin Cities area. That
0: is really an amazing story. Well, Jim, let's have more next week when you join us for more Nature Notes. What do you say?
1: Look forward to it.
0: All right, good. We'll have more Nature Notes next week. Thank you, Jim. Have a good week.